There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey. Free Britney. Free Britney, leave her alone. Chris Crocker was right. Oh my god, that was an age to remember. How old were you when that started occurring? Fuck me, I don't know, like 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, you mean a poltergeist, not new, you mean a Britney Spears. Well, if Britney wants to come on, she's more than welcome. We will accept her in the You Mean a Poltergeist studio, aka our bedroom. Petition for Britney Spears to come on to you in a poltergeist. Find it at, uh, what's that website where they do all the petitions? Change.org. Yeah, because this is the kind of change we need in the world, apparently. Um, yeah, what's going on, babe? Not much. Just eating some noodles, I see. Mm-hmm. This is a morning recording. We haven't done a morning recording for a while. It's a cup of migoreng noodles. Oh, migoreng in the morning. Um... Today we are brought to you by our fantastic patrons over www.patreon.com slash youmeanapoltergeist and thank you to our new patron, Matt! Woohoo! Thank you so much. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you very much for joining at the ESP tier. Uh, so now you can pretty well tell what we're thinking at all times because... You've got extra special powers. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So a bit of a different episode coming to you today. Just wanted to be a bit chill. Yeah, a bit chill. This week's been a bit stressful for us. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday and, well... <laughs> the I mean, last week was pretty stressful. The last week's been a very stressful time. Yeah. But, you know, I'd wanted to talk about giants and modern sightings of giants, but that is such a massive topic to cover. But I'll bring that to you next week. I don't know what I'm bringing you next week. Um, <laughs> we'll find out next week. Maybe we can double up on giants. Because, <laughs> you get it? Because you'll be on my shoulders. Because <laughs> we'll be giants. Oh, my God, yeah. With well, a really big trench coat. or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to try and sneak into the movies. Yeah, we'll be like the children. Yeah. In the Goonies or whatever movie. Every other movie Every, in the 1990s. Everything's ripped it off. Oh, absolutely. You know, at one point in time, there was, I think, 60% of movies had quicksand in it. Yeah. How weird's that? Yeah, so strange. We were also scared of quicksand for a good while there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely. just going to come out from nowhere <laughs> at any time. Just like, oh, letting your son go and play in the sand pit at the local playground. Quicksand. Too bad. He's dead. <laughs> quicksand isn't as dangerous as what people think. No, it's really not. Have you ever had an experience with quicksand? All the time. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. Quicksand just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm Walking like down the Indiana road. Jones of quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> Walking down the road. Quicksand. Bam. The asphalt turns to sand. 
And it's quick. <laughs> it's quick ass vault. It's Nesquik. Nesquik. We live in a Nesquik world. No product placement there. Um, yeah, so a bit of a different episode today. I've been slowly constructing an outfit of sorts. Belinda has seen me uh, parading around in it this morning. Very handsome. Thanks, babe. That's you should have nice. been in the 1920s. I am going to be playing a 24-hour game of Call of Cthulhu, which some cock. of you probably don't... Cock is its fucking acronym. But some of you probably don't know what that is. <coughs> it's a horror game. And I'm going to be playing it for 24 hours in September. And I'm dressing up as a 1920s person because that's when is when the game is set. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll keep you all posted on that. You can come and watch me and throw money at the donations. Hold on. Who are they donating to? The Chrysalis Youth Empowerment Network, otherwise known as the Butterfly Project. It is a charity that assists young kids and youths in Uganda. Very lovely. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be something pretty interesting. Anything else new with you, babe? You got for part-time work? Yeah, I got a, a part-time contract at my job. Well done. At minimum 10 hours a week. Ooh, Ooh, that doesn't quite sound like part-time, but maybe it is. I think it's like 20 hours a fortnight is like the oh, okay. thingy. That's weird. But awesome. Oh, well, I've got a permanent contract, which means I get sick pay and holiday pay. That's good. Hell yeah. We'll get to go away on a holiday. And not have to stress, like, am I going to miss out on money this week? Yeah. I've I've got like three weeks worth, or over three weeks, nearly a month worth of holiday pay that I should cash in at some point. I've spent like eight years in retail, and only a short amount of time in retail, I was a full-time worker, and I never got to use my holiday pay. I have oh. never, never taken a holiday while working. And that. even the two months without a job, did we go on holiday? No, we moved house and coronavirus happened. That is true. I have never, ever, 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 ever taken a holiday since I started working. I don't think you've ever, ever taken a holiday, have you? I don't know if going to the coast for the weekend really counts. No. With my family. Well, let's go on a holiday. We're going to see Bob. All right, Bob. We're coming to Minden. <laughs> Nebraska. I'll bring my cowboy boots. Oh yeah, I'll bring which my. Which means now I've got to buy cowboy boots. <laughs> I'll bring those two things that you put on the end of the corn cob to eat it. The little corn, corn skewers, corn holders. <laughs> Is that what they're called? Uh, I feel like that's what they're called. Corn skewer things. Corn cob holders. Corn cobbers. Anyway, shall we get on with the show? Yes. Would you like to go first, or shall I? Uh, it's up to you, dude. Would you like to explain the concept to the lovely people? Yeah, so um, we're a little bit tired. I'm a bit tired. We're it's just been a while, um, a week, and two days, and I just I, I didn't have the effort in me to research a proper story. I have had this list of real ghost encounters told by people in my bookmarks, and I was waiting for a Friday thirteenth to do it, but I'm like. I'll just do it now. We love good ghost stories, and we thought today we'd bring you some ghost stories. Yeah. Some fucking dogs barking in the background too, but that's all right. Oh, we're kind of over it. Let's transition to the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and your good sound effects, babe. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Uh, a seagull is attacking me. Why would there be a seagull? Come on, do the do the sound effect. I'm not a seagull. <laughs> Such a trigger word. How is that? What seagull? Yeah, you see that called seagull I'm not at school. A seagull. Oh, really? Why? Because I never had lunch, and my best friend would give me half her sandwich, and then that was me scabbing. And what do ska- seagulls do? They scab. So I was called a seagull. Oh my god. Fuck you, Cassie. You've got twins. I hope your vagina sucks now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, moving on. <laughs> We're around the fire, not at your school. My blood pressure just went so high. Anyway, I'll start. How about that? Yes. <laughs> okay, so this first story is from Madzan on Reddit. I love that you went to Reddit and I've got just ranker. Yeah. So, this is my first Reddit post, and I thought I'd share one of my most bizarre encounters back when I was a child. I was around 9 to 10 years old. I'd often find it difficult to sleep, which possibly could be the fact that I used to hide under my covers and play Pokemon on my Game Boy after I went to bed and stay up quite late. My bed was positioned with the headboard against the bedroom window and next to my wall as well. My room didn't often give me creepy vibes, but I did have a couple of unexplained things happen over the years of living in that house. So one night, I'd finished playing my Game Boy, set it on the bedside table, pulling the covers up and laid on my side to sleep. I was very much awake and couldn't drift off as usual, until I felt something suddenly moving on the bed on top of the covers near my legs. I froze a bit in fear as we didn't have any animals in the house and nothing was on my bed previously before getting in it. From what I could feel, the weight of the thing felt like it was about the size of a tub of butter. I could feel the weight of it on top of my legs. After laying there for a while, feeling confused and somewhat scared, I decided to bring my arm out of the covers and bring it down to touch it. I didn't look over the covers though, I was too worried about what it could have been. As I reached down to touch it, my fingers sunk into a warm, sludgy, squishy thing. It made a sound, a bit like that silly putty you could buy. Almost like a plastic, squishy sound. I freaked out and yanked my hand back under the covers and from then on didn't move from that spot. I could feel that thing moving on the bed and eventually I must have just fallen asleep. Waking up... There weren't any traces of anything there. I always remember that experience as one of the weirdest ones I've ever had. And I'm 100% certain it wasn't any kind of dream. That's fucking insane. So the dude just pretty much put his hands into a tub of butter. (laughs) So a ghost tub of butter. Ghost butter. Ghost butter. Butter Who you gonna call? Ghost butter. (laughs) Who you gonna spread? (laughs) (laughs) All right, babe. What do you got? I've got a, I've got a list of fifteen. All right, this one is on Ranker. They're from Reddit users, but if you if you want to go and see who actually posted them, this is the terrified people describe their real life ghost encounters by Christopher Schultz on the Ranker website. Um, number one, photographic evidence. I'm a mental health therapist. One of my schizophrenic clients said he was seeing a girl in his room and he said she was talking to him. We believed it to be a hallucination 
as he was living alone, and he has schizophrenia by the sounds of it. The doctor I was with decided to challenge his delusion and made him take a picture of her so we could meet her. During the next visit, he brought a picture, and yes, she was there. Oh my god. To our astonishment and horror, there was a picture of him on the couch with a strange, creamy, ghost-like image of a girl hovering behind him. Shrouding him in white like wings or hair. Very light in colour, but subtle shimmering image. What was eerie was seeing him sitting on the couch, this head down, very depressed looking. She was literally haunting him. All our jaws hit the floor. We could hear a pin drop. Everyone examined the picture and we could tell it was real. Dude was very low functioning and could not have shopped it. Shit got real. We are haunted. Oh, fuck. The doctor, in utter amazement, knew medication wouldn't treat this and said, I can't help you with this. You are going to need to see your clergy for this. By user Pilo UK. And it's, I grew up in a haunted house, Reddit, where are your personal and therefore subjectively true ghost stories. So, so that, that though, that story reminds me of the movie Shudder. I think it's called Shudder. Mm. And it's, I think that's what it's called. But this man literally has a ghost on his back. Uh. Yeah, and every time they take a photo, the photo's warped or, like, there's, like, a, a white shimmering around him. And, like, he just hunches more and more and more every time you see him on cameras because the ghost's actually sitting on his shoulders. Yeah, right. That's that's the general in, like, uh, I think in Christian sort of... I think it was set in Tokyo. Yeah, right. Well, in Christian sort of belief, they think that when a demon latches itself onto someone, it literally just, like, jumps on your back and it's, like, latched onto you. Yeah. Like, actually, physically. Yeah. Which is creepy. Could you imagine this giant leech demon thing just fucking sucking the blood from you? Sucking, blood, sucking the happiness. Suck <coughs> some blood out of me. That'd be great. <laughs> Anyways, um, I am going to be discussing a fun one that I found. Uh... I, for the longest time, have wanted to discuss creatures from, like, Gaelic mythology, like the fairy, like all the creatures from that. Like... Hey, did you see that they actually found a pixie body? What, really? Yeah. Are you sure? Like a skeleton. Are you sure? I only saw the little picture of it. I, I didn't really like click on the article, <laughs> but I got... Yeah, no, no, no. I saw the, I saw the article, and I was like, I'm going to stick with the title that they found a pixie body because I don't want to be disappointed. <laughs> well, it hasn't broken news for me, so maybe maybe it was just clickbait. They don't, please. Okay, it's real. Pixies are real. Thank you. All right, so I this one is called... negativity. This one was called, Was I Attacked by a Demon? By Snicker Cowboy on Reddit. Oh, yeah! Hi, all. Not really sure if this applies here, but can't think of anywhere else to put it. This is on the paranormal subreddit. Bit of a backstory here. My stepfather was originally from Southern Ireland, County Mayo, to be exact. He came to the UK in the 70s, met my mother when I was just two, and married her. They went on to have three more children. I never got along with him, and was treated pretty unfairly by him growing up. Lots of people apart from me also thought he was an asshole for various reasons, and of course his behaviour. My siblings though, understandably, adored him. He died last September and left me out of his final will quite intentionally. A few weeks back, I was talking to my wife and I was telling her things had 
that had been done to me when I was growing up, and how I really felt about him. It was my way of closure, I suppose. I wasn't very respectful, and I don't believe respect is given just because you're dead. It's earned whilst you're alive. Oh, I like that. Yeah. One particular night around 3am, after I'd been quite vocal for most of the evening, I was lying next to my wife and it was a dream that it was the clearest one I've ever had. The previously dark room lightened considerably. Bedroom door flew open and a male figure leapt about six feet from the door to land on top of me. The figure was quite small and felt almost weightless. He was dressed in a really old-fashioned black clothes like a funeral bearer from the Sherlock Holmes story. A twisted angry face but most prominent was the bright orange curly hair and his sideburns. He said some words I couldn't actually understand, uh, although he says he is hearing impaired, but he did see his mouth moving. He then lifted a short black twisted stick high into the air, thin on the bottom, heavy on the top. He brought it down, but before it actually hit me, I opened my eyes wider and he vanished. I laid there fully awake for a good while, truly wondering if it actually happened. I wasn't scared, but very wary, and there were no signs of evidence when I got up to check for them. My wife had slept through the whole thing. So do you see leprechauns? He's seen a leprechaun, apparently. But, I mean, it sounds like sleep paralysis to me. Whether or not it was, mm. like, a leprechaun brought on, like a fairy creature brought on by the bad-mouthing of his Irish stepfather. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Leprechauns are like beings of trickery. Well... And you got to find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yeah. tilly dee potatoes. All that good stuff. All the fun stuff. Yeah, that's it. All their lucky charms. Oh, me lucky charms. tilly tilly tee Ah, yes. You got another good one, babe? I do. The Masked Old Man. Once I was staying over a friend's house and I was sleeping in her bed. She had a large double bed pushed up against the wall, so we both slept in there. I slept with my back facing the room that night, with my friend sleeping next to me. About midway through the night, I started having a very elaborate dream about work. The dream wasn't anything significant, just something stupid, then it progressed It became more ominous. A man wearing a mask, similar to a Japanese kabuki mask, was chasing me around to my workplace, attempting to kill me. Then at some point, I began to wake up, so I felt someone standing directly behind me. The dream progresses again, and the man has found me. At that point, my wakeful state began to set in further, so I could feel someone gently stroking my hair. Terrified, I laid there, slightly disorientated as though I was still somewhat in my dream. Then I hear a gravelly voice from behind me say, Hello, little girl. Oh. And a number of things I can't remember, as well as as the sensation of someone still stroking my hair. I'm fully awake at this point, but lying still as can be, with my eyes pressed shut, fearing for my life. Finally, I mustered up the courage to sit up in bed and look around the room. There was no one there. To this day, I can still remember the deep gravelly, gravelly sound of his voice. 
The thing that made it real for me is when I told my dream to my friend, she recounted several harrowing tales of seeing an older man spirit wandering around her house. Oh, no. Very scary, babe. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Do you know what a kabuki mask looks like? Mm-hmm. Very creepy. I have one more. Go for it. This one is called There Was Something Stalking My Family by Jenna is a winner on Reddit. A few years ago, me and my family moved to a different part of Illinois. Everything was fine for a few months. Then my mother said she doesn't like being outside at night anymore, so I asked her about it. She then pointed in the direction of why, telling me what she sees. Me, my sister and my mother were smokers. I took another pull and looked. My heart froze. There was something there, but I couldn't make it out. It was roughly eight foot tall, void black, standing out even in darkness. But I couldn't tell what it was. I got really bad vibes from looking at it. I wrote it off as just a random creepy guy or the wooded setting making us paranoid. Two weeks passed and it was still out there every single night. The following afternoon, it was about to storm so it was kind of dark. We saw it dart behind some bushes. I got my brother and uncle and got massive knives and flashlights then headed towards the bushes we saw it in. We told him to come out and he won't get hurt. At this point, I thought it was a creepy stalker. There was nothing in the bushes when we went through them. So we headed back to the house quickly. It then proceeded to storm for the rest of the day and night. We went out on the back porch which shielded us from the rain for another smoke and after about three to four minutes started hearing splashes. Obviously, we jumped up and went close to the door. At this point, we always had flashlights at night. I looked around with it and I saw nothing. The splashing continued and went. we quickly went in. The issue was, it didn't sound like a branch falling off a tree multiple times, it sounded like someone quickly running through puddles. This kept happening when it rained. This is around the time the smell of death started occurring. We couldn't quite put our finger on what exactly it was at first. I thought it was contaminated mud getting wet. But I also noticed the smell came when earthworms burrowed out of the ground. And in very large quantity too. I mean, enough worms for a full 10 hour day of fishing. The smell got worse and worse as the days carried on and we never smelled it during the day. The activity outside became more frequent, leaves crunching, sticks snapping, and just a very bad feeling from multiple directions. That thing was still standing in its usual spot with the worst feeling of energy coming from it. We decided to stop coming out the back and decided to go out the front to catch a break from it, trying to trick the supposed spirits. At this point, we felt like there were multiple of these shadows, and the big one it was the leader. We sat outside on the front porch and everything went okay for a bit. We were still on alert for anything out of the ordinary, then I felt something truly terrifying and it still haunts me to this day. The feeling of something evil close and looking at you. I looked up and saw that thing, less than 30 feet away staring at me. I was finally able to make out its shob. Fucking shob. I was finally able to make out its shape. 
It wasn't a blob of darkness, no. It was an eight-foot-tall man covered in the void-black darkness. I couldn't breathe, move, or speak. For a while, this went on. It felt like hours, but I know it was only around 30 seconds. I finally broke out of my trance and told my mum and sisters to throw the cigarettes and hurry inside. We stopped going outside from then on. This carried on until November, and it finally stopped and left. I've not seen it since, and neither has my sister. What the fuck? My mother passed away in April this year, but she hasn't seen it since then as well. Since she passed away? Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless you're in in contact with your mum yeah. still. I still do not know what we saw and experienced or why it even happened, though I hope I never see it again. That's creepy. What if the... What if the, um... The thing was attached to the mum and then the mum passed away. Oh. And that's what they mean by, like, haven't seen it. Oh, no. She hasn't seen it since. What if they, their house was built on, like, some sort of burial ground and the spirits were like, why the fuck is smoking on a burial ground? Yeah, probably. Sounds like Wendigos. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're always near, like, wooded areas and, like, fucking do yeah. that psychic shit where they make you scared and smell death and stuff. Was it a Slender Man? Ooh, oh, because we all know that's not just a game. No, it is not. You got one more good one for us, baby? Yeah, it's a bit of a short one. All right. This is called A Loud Ghost. When I was about 13 or 14, I lived in a normal brick house in a suburban neighbourhood with my family. We were told by the previous tenant that her husband had died in the house, but we weren't told specifically where. One night after I turned the lights off to go to sleep, I heard a loud rustling noise and then a bang that caused me to jump up and turn the lights on. Everyone in the house heard it and ran into the hallway to see if, it was, if I was okay. As I looked into my room to see what the noise was, I saw my jewellery box, which had a set of doors in the front, which latched shut, was fully open with the drawers hanging open. I threw that thing in the closet so quick and never pulled it out to use again. I still hear things in that house. One night I was watching something funny on TV in my room and heard a man seemingly sitting right next to me laugh in my ear as clear as day oh, it wasn't creepy. from the tv that's fucking creepy that reminds me of the time that we went on that ghost tour of that cemetery and you had something oh, blow in your ear, ear. Oh. i was thinking about that the other day and getting chills we should do another one of those yeah we, we should. need to we, i think we need to yeah lots of fun anyways this was a bit of a shorter episode but a fun one i'll add in some spooky sound effects too so it's gonna of be course. real cool It'll be like we're really there. Uh, we'll be back next week for regular scheduled programming. If you want to find us on any of the social medias, babe, tell them where to find us. You can find us at pornhub.com forward slash you mean a poltergeist. <laughs> Why do you leave me have to do it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, you can find us at you mean a poltergeist on everything. There's... Red Bubble, there's Tea Public. Oh shit, that's our merch. Go and check it out. Um, Patreon, YouTube, a bit of Instagram here and there. Facebook. Facebooky. You can um, probably find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
Google Play. You're listening to this on some type of platform. Spotify. So give it a review so we can read it out. Yeah. And if you want to send your spooky stories for us to read, we can read them. All you have to do is send them to... Oh, actually. All you need to do is send them to youmeanapoltergeist at gmail.com or alternatively, go to thatsnotcanon.com slash youmeanapoltergeist. Scroll to the bottom and you will see a submission form where you can submit that spooky story for us to read. And that's it. Follow our socials, our personals, Bynes, Bambi Maccas, B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S. Mine's Braden Five H B O I doing number five O S H Is that the Jason theme? Anyway Don't forget to exercise regularly. 